this is John Claude Jones. This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Yo, it's your boy Buddy Hughes. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. And you? Logged on to 10th Year Seniors. The 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You logged in with 10th Year Seniors. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. I was doing the wrong thing. Okay. Be keeping that. That's not coming out. Fade it down here. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the re-adoption. It's been a rough month, bro. A rough month. Where'd you go? I don't know. Not a couple of weeks. As with any NFL product we bring to you, we have to remind you that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from this league for peacefully protesting police brutality against minorities. We should all be conflicted about how much we love, follow, and make money off of this stuff. You what know what I do? always wanted to ask about that? And here we are. How many times did you practice that? Because the amount of peas in the first part of that segment yeah. is peacefully protested police. <laughs> Retality. No, I messed it up. I messed it up like the okay. first three times. So you had to practice it. The first three times we did it. All right. Just wanted to make sure. It's amazing. Good it's important. It's important. And anytime anybody click listen on this, that they hear that message. Yeah. I need them to know that. All right. So for this, our week seven recap, I think has to be dominated by one thing. I would say, and John's not here for this, but he should have been. I told him and Kari to send in voice notes for this because... We have to have a Dolphin roundtable. We have to. I think we've been very good this season not being Dolphin-centric. We've been objectively following the league. Well, objective to a certain extent because, you know, black quarterbacks will always rule. That will always be the top of the priority list for me. But we have been objectively covering the league in general, not been extremely Dolphin-centric, and that is because the team has been in a tailspin and it's pretty much a disaster what are, what are you looking for it's charging my phone bro just wanted to make sure the, <laughs> the, te- the team has been a disaster much like the beginning of this podcast is gone so this is a, this is a microcosm for what is happening in miami no right you now. brought the energy once you bring that dolphin energy it seeps into everything so my phone even in charge it now that's the dolphins did you plug it into the right one? Yes, it's the right wire. It's the dolphin. So what is that other wire there? This. Oh, that's the earphones. Yeah. It's so the what's the white one? It's some Apple Jack. It's all right. I thought the Apple one was over here. Yeah, just pray about it. It's the dolphins. They're telling you. Wow, this is what dolphin coaches' meetings must be like. Exactly like this. Dudes been trying to plan the offensive plays for the week and do it like trying to find a charger. Who's calling the plays? Who's calling the plays? Because we had, there was two offensive coordinators, and then you heard later on that none of them were calling the plays. So nobody knows what's happening. I'm confused by the entire thing. Look, this state of the team right now, whether fair or not, is going to be a referendum on tour. That's basically what it is now. I'm Brian Flores. I think he's going to get to skate for a lot of it. What? He's going to he's going to lose his job. He's going to lose his job. But I think people are going to look at that as more so of a byproduct of you took tour. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, but shouldn't a blowback for taking tour be directly on him? I don't think he skates because I mean he was he, he was the lead dog in that decision to take tour. So I think a lot of that is on him from that standpoint. Now on the field stuff, yeah, Tua, Tua getting a lot of heat for that. 
But the thing about it is, and Tua and Jalen Waddle to a certain extent, it's not so much with I their not the Waddle pick. I forgot about that. It's like he's not on the field. That ain't what it is, you know, because him and Tua actually are a good connection. They've actually been productive. But the play calling, they're using Jalen Waddle exactly like they use Jarvis Landry three yards at a time. Yeah, and that's the problem. It's hard for you to say that the Tua Jalen Waddle connection is good when we see what's happening in Cincinnati. This is what hurts them because you see what Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are doing. You see what Kyle Pitts look like. And Mm. then you remind yourself that the Dolphins had the number three pick and they traded out of that. Why? I wasn't it was wasn't it wasn't it supposed to be the move before the uh uh Deshaun Watson move? You could have easily just stayed there and got uh either one of those guys. No no I I get the having the Alabama connection, but if you're going to ha- my problem is my problem at this point isn't even so much the pick, it's the fact that you're not trying to maximize this man's capability. So we have no idea what he can do. They just started letting Tua throw the ball 35, 40 times a game these last two weeks. New England strategy, quarterbacks only, you know, three, four yards at a time. And a cloud of dust. I I guess this is their running game. I, I don't know, dog. I just, and the thing about it is, like like I said, whether fair or not, it's going to be a referendum on tour because I'm still in a place of purgatory where I don't know how to accurately judge him. I, I think, don't know. I like, think it's the same thing for... Of course, I'm not a Dolphin fan, but I think it's the same thing for everyone around the league. You see this team in moments like against the Patriots. I know we have the Bills game coming up in a few. Uh, is this week or next week? Next week. Yeah. It's games like that. You see this Dolphin team. They step up to the plate. They play well on all sides of the ball. And you say to yourself, this could be a really good team. Every year I start off with the conversation, but it's the Dolphins. Yeah. I because hate I No, on- you do that in a trolling manner. No, on- no, I honestly felt that way for the Go last ahead. few years. You're a liar. For the last few years, Such I felt that way. Fucking liar. Because if you, if, if you watch the way this team is constructed, they, they have a strong defense. Parkin is pretty good. They dude. had. What about this defense this year has indicated that this is a strong not defense? Not this year, but coming into the season, you didn't think they had a good defense? We were all. Ten and six, we were looking at that through rose-colored glasses. Oh wow, you're all tough on yourself, but obviously, Chara, don't they already have six losses? No, Dolphins are what one and four. I no, I think I this think it's one and six. Week six. Oh yeah, y'all lost. Yeah, one, they, one and five. They one didn't have five. a buy yet. They're one and six. One and five. They had a buy. <laughs> no, we're going into week seven. No, we are going into week eight. This is the week seven recap. This is really the Dolphins coaches meeting. <laughs> this is the week seven recap. It's not week seven. It. You're right. We're going on to week eight. Why are you counting on your fingers? That's not going to help you. You're not going to remember. We have so much technology at hand. We could really easily just look this up and Google this, but I promise you it's week eight. So a lot. You're telling me the Dolphins one and six. Dolphins record. Because if the Dolphins one and six, then yeah, let's, let's throw the flag ups. You just throwing it up now? I yeah, was throwing it up I, after the Jackson. I thought yeah. they, I thought they were one and four. But if we one and five, now the season done, bro. What the hell would be the big difference? Why y'all didn't trade two yet? That would be the big difference. Well, that's what we're gonna get to. So just shocked they one and five. The ch- the chatter the chatter everywhere obviously has been absolutely one and six. The Jets had a buy. They're one and five. That's what the AFC East looks like. The <sighs> Dolphins are one and six. But don't forget, there's an extra game. So does one and six really mean one and five? Do we have to recalibrate the way we think this? No. All right. 
More than six real bad. Let's go with Tua a bit before we get to... I don't know six games. They did. Let's get to Tua a bit before we go to Deshaun Watson. Since he returned from the rib injury, I will say this. Tua has looked good. He looks like a person... Caro, yes, he had the disaster plays. He had the disaster plays, but what young quarterback doesn't? You are right from the standpoint that all young quarterbacks struggle, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just something missing in his game, and I don't know if it's a lack of confidence. And this is why I always bring it back to the head coach. They're not putting two in the best positions to produce on the field. They're not. And I don't know the reason behind it. I don't know what the coaches are, like, thinking. I don't know what the strategy is. But it's quite clear that there's a disconnect between Tua and the coaching staff. At this point in time, like, I joke about it a short while ago, but the Deshaun Watson move seems to be the only move possible right now. There is no other rookie quarterback. Well, he was dealing with this from last year with the Fitzpatrick shit. There's no other young quarterback that had to actually have this hanging over his head. The but y'all entire criticized, time. and I hate to bring it back to the Patriots, but y'all criticized the Patriots when we got rid of Cam. Oh, no, that's just because Cam blocked. Okay. Mark, look, he looked real good, though. Why, why you always got to bring it back to him? I mean, he good, bro. Good. 2030, bro. <sighs> All right. So, hold on. Now I'm under so much stress, like, just letting y'all peek behind the curtains right now. This man over here, puzzle going through your phone. I, I am under a lot of stress. So, I wanted I wanted John and Kari to have their take on the tour thing because I wanted the beginning of the pod to just be a time for Dolphin fans to reflect on where we are. State of the program kind of messaging. So I told this man to send voice notes. He sent me two voice notes. One was 28 seconds. The other one was three minutes. We're going with the the 28 second one first. 1.25. 1.25. All right. Let's see what's good. Yep. Bad production. Okay, one more. I think the large part of that sentiment is just that we won and six. Why in the world would we trade for Deshaun Watson, give up more assets when we pretty far away? And if we are this bad of a team, an elite quarterback is going to get us to, what, 500? We have a lot more to fix. They miss on a lot of draft picks, and they would be given Grand Flores more years with the team, which, fuck that. <laughs> and here he goes off for three minutes. Even the two interceptions, right? So let's go back to the um, first game of the season, the Patriot game, the team's best game of the season. Tua got the last drive that allowed us to run up the clock. Patriots don't get the ball back. Second game, our pass protection is awful. He gets injured, and then the team spirals from Tua getting injured. They realize their starters in there. Jacoby Brissett fucking sucks. Um, And then they lose the Raider game. They lose the Colt game. And then he comes back for Jacksonville. Jacksonville game. Oh, and the, of course, the Tampa game. So the team is just on a downward spiral. And how football is, you get on a downward spiral. The, the players don't say it, but unless they have something to actually believe in, it affects their play. Um, Flores was doing bad decision-making throughout this time. One of the worst decisions, I do believe, is pushing those guys to play against the Bucks when we have Jacksonville coming up. So I'm talking about just getting a win, just getting up each night. In the Jacksonville game, I, the thing is, I even put the Jacksonville and the um, what do we guess and the Falcon game on Tua, but like those interceptions were interceptions that rookies make because he's played well. Overthinking. 
in the overall context of still throwing those interceptions and still costing us the game. That's what rookies or young players do, and then there's room for growth, is that the Dolphins aren't good enough to survive those margin for errors. So what the fuck? Why would he be getting all the blame? Like Deshaun Watson, I have, I believe like Deshaun Watson would have won us the rear game, the cult game, Falcon game, Jaguar game. If healthy, yes, but two didn't play in two of those games and then the other two. If healthy, but who is to say that the defense is any better? Like, it's a sliding door, like, kind of idea. Because even our two best secondary defenders, Xavier Howard and Javon Holland, gave up the pass to the Falcons. We were giving up um, a lot of yards to the Colts the same way, obviously... Zabian Howe's engine was getting burned by AB. We just got blown out. Buffalo kind of like always beats us this way. So there is a lot of gaps in the defense and a lot of gaps on the offensive line. With Deshaun Watson, if Deshaun Watson is fully healthy right now, and played from the beginning of the season, <laughs> this team's record is probably um, four and three. <laughs> and is that enough for you to leverage your entire future on? If Tua was fully healthy at the beginning of the season and played through all the games, I think it's the same 4-3 and three record. I honestly do. I think we would get some of these games back and he would have a better rhythm. Like, it's almost like Tua has to restart the entire season and get going. And just as he's getting this now, now we run into fucking Buffalo. Buffalo I wish yeah. he don't even fucking play in Buffalo. It's like putting Kobe Brissett out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two things. <laughs> Let me just publicly thank Jeannie Bus. Oh shit. That voice note from Kari reminded me the years that we had Ronnie Turi off on the Lakers. That nigga is so hurt. Man. Right. Like you gotta understand that kind of devastation, bro. Oh like, shit. Like you enjoy watching your team so much. Oh god. That you you, you literally doing math problems on every possession but oh, like maybe if he leaned left right. and the wind blew right we would be two and six. Oh god like that's the kind of mental mount right now oh boy i feel for him the pain just the, the like, like you say that was coming from the heart right. this man roll out of bed in pain you could hear it in pain it's tuesday tuesday the dolphins played on sunday you know how hard you have to Bro, that dude carried that for a whole day. Sunday, 1 o'clock. But he don't even write notes. That, like, in his spirit, he feeling this, bro. And that's where we are as a fan race. Jesus Christ. Because, and like I was saying about the Buffalo game before we started the pod, right? The Dolphins continuously exist in this state of purgatory where you don't know what they're going to be. So, it was a, at a point during that game where I was completely sold that, yeah, two is done. His time in Miami, he don't deserve to be there. It's, it's finished. Then you look up and he has four touchdowns. They came back to take the lead. Like, that is a quintessential Dolphin thing. And the crazy thing is, even when they went up, me, John, and Kari was like, oh, they're losing this game. They're losing this game on a field goal. It's no possible way they win in this game. And what happened? They lost, they lost the game on a field goal. Yeah. That's where we are. But, but what I don't want... Okay, let, let, let's try and take it a step deep. Pause. What? I like, wish the Dolphins offensive coordinators would say that. <sighs> What I don't understand is, is it a philosophy thing in Miami or is it a a system thing? Like, 
Because those are two th- those are two separate en- entities. Right now, it's almost like you could see the elements. And again, I'm a Patriot fan, Brian Flores. He used to be our defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You could see the elements of the Patriot offense and defense he's trying to incorporate. The Brenberg don't break uh, defensive back play. The offense running behind a strong offensive line. <laughs> but <laughs> The worst offensive line in football. They are now. But what I'm trying to say is you could see the elements of him trying to build it out. It, it's going to take time. But the issue is I don't see the buy-in from the players. The water pick, horrible selection, especially for you guys. Like him being someplace else could have probably worked. There's the same reason, like you said, Jarvis Landry, the three yards and get out of bounds kind of thing. It's not working. But why see, to make, me, like, that's why not, not take problem. why not take Carl Pitts there? Like this, this, this is like everything. And Kari hit it on the head. Everything is starting to spiral, and you're looking at these little mistakes, and now they're becoming bigger problems. Carl, I feel like no matter who they take, they would have sucked because they would have had Kyle Pitts run. They would have had Kyle Pitts running three yard outs. No, I don't think so. Like that, that off. If you look at that offensive strategy, it's built for the tight end. You guys don't have a tight end. Gasecki's pretty good. I mean, no. Gasecki's nah. pretty good. Second tight end? Yes. But, no, 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 no. You just stay at three and take Jamar Chase. It's that simple. You stay at three and take Jamar Chase. But any, anyway, so since Tua came back against Jacksonville, 329 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, 95.1 QB rating. Against Atlanta, 291 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, 109.5 QB Jesus rating. Jesus Christ. You can't tell me that this isn't someone that you can build yeah, around. Right. Yeah, great numbers. If Tua was on a better team, imagine Tua being in Cleveland over Baker Mayfield. You mean to tell me somebody doing this wouldn't have that team in a much better position where they are right now? Baker had to labor him, though. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a knock on Baker, but I'm just saying Baker has a great team around him. Tua yeah. could be that kind. Tua could be that kind of guy. What is around him right now is horrendous. Look at the Dolphins running game. Don't say the same stupid joke that John has always make about running backs my size. Look at the Dolphins running game. They have nothing to support him. There's nothing to support him back there. No, to be honest with you, when we started this pod, I, I was on the whole trade for Deshaun Watson thing. But listening to Kari, Kari made some really salient points. The number one being is there are too many holes to fill. So if you have this amount of holes to fill, it's not going to be a quick rebuild. This is something that you're going to have to take time and strategy to. And really figure out the way you want to map this team out. And right now, I don't think Brian Forrest has an idea where he wants this team to be. Deshaun Watson can't save this. And I think that's the thing that <laughs> that's the thing that people have to realize and you gotta accept that. He cannot save this. Deshaun Watson was great last year in Houston. I'm talking about leading the league and passing yards yeah. up there in touchdowns. He was awesome in Houston playing with absolutely nobody. Houston was still shitty. I mean, you did get a rid uh D Hop, so they were still shitty. Yeah. Devontae, Devontae Parker is never playing. Tua knows he was out there with just Jalen Waddle and Mike Gusecki. And that's why he's targeting them Y'all 10, 15 stop. times yeah, a game. Stop. That's, that's what it. I was about to say. Y'all got to stop hyping up Gusecki. No. The numbers look decent because he is he's, he's the good. only guy out there. He's good, Gara. He's good. He's good, but he shouldn't be elevated to the point where they have him elevated, I think, is basically what you're trying to say. Yeah. He like on level of break. Tom Brady can make him look. You know what I like about time. you know what I like about Tampa, Tampa's strategy and even the Bengals because the Bengals already had a good receiving core. They had Tyler Boyd, they had T Higgins. They were going to be all right. That's why a lot of people wanted them to take Panay Sewell. 
because they're saying mm. Joe Burrow just got hurt. You already have these two good ta- uh, receivers. More get somebody to protect Joe Burrow. The Bengals is like, nah, we're taking this offense up a notch. So now instead of having two good receivers, we can have one great receiver and two good receivers. How about that? And now look where that team is. I can't, can't argue with that. I, I don't know. Deshaun Watson ain't coming to save y'all. If you're a Dolphin fan listening to this, you need to know this team is just still going to be bad whether Deshaun Watson's the quarterback or not. Somebody has to be on the other side of Jalen Waddle. Devontae Parker only playing four g- games a season, basically. That experiment should be done, right? See, I misread the situation. I thought you needed a co-host. It's clearly you need... I just need to vent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get off your chest. That's all. That's, that's, why, I told, that's why I told them to send the voice notes because we, we just need to vent. I told you this, this episode ain't going to be about the rest of the NFL. What two is having to go through? I there's no. <laughs> he was getting pulled for Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. There's no. There's hardly ever a vote of confidence for this man. And now we at a place where I feel like management above Brian Flores just wants Deshaun Watson in there. But Brian Flores, like you said, the Tua pick is his. He knows his job is riding on whether Tua becomes the guy or not. So he is fully entrenching that. that to camp. his credit. To his credit. Him being entrenched has more to do with the fact that he sees the talent in Tua, and he wants to develop it. I see he, it. He, he could see himself in Tua being a good head coach QB combination for years to come. Now, would the front office give him time to do that? I don't think so. It's Miami. If you ain't winning now, you ain't winning at all. And even on that that disaster pick, right? That Tua threw right after disaster pick. Right after the turnover, Jalen Waddle was sitting in the zone and he moved. I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I feel like people should actually watch and rewatch. Like how you say you rewatch Patriot games so you can see certain things. Don't just go based on narratives. Rewatch these things and see how they play out. Like I'm not, I'm not making excuses for him, but you know, you sitting in the zone as a receiver, you gotta sit in the zone. Yeah. Like you move if your quarterback is scrambling, but. Jaylen and in some instances, you still have to wait for him to direct you, even if he on the scramble. That's what I'm saying. Like, Tua's line of sight was blocked by a linebacker or a lineman, I think. And so he was just dumping it off to Jalen Waddle on the check down because uh, he was sitting in the zone in the middle of the field. Jalen Waddle moved, and the linebacker was right there. That's how it happened. But nobody cares about the nuance and that kind of thing. They don't. All they say is, oh, he threw an interception. He's right. the fucking worst. Kill him. That's all they care about. And... I, I don't know what they think Deshaun Watson is coming there to do. You cannot even you can't even name me the other receiver who was playing on the opposite side of Jalen Waddle last week. Who is the fact that it's a proven commodity and we've seen what he could do to his fullest potential. We see what he did with a shitty team last year. They win like four games. Yeah, but see, a lot of people. This is a shitty team. A lot of Dolphin fans don't view the Dolphins as a shitty team. Why they won in six? They view them in the in the rose colored glass of week one. We played the Patriots. We dominated them. To a point, it came down to that last. Did they? Fumble. No, but this is what <laughs> this is what the Dolphin fans say. So that's why I'm saying you have to look at it from that perspective. So that's why you hear the noise in the market for somebody like Deshaun Watson because they think he's so coming. Much. They think he's coming and he's gonna be the savior. He's gonna be everything that Tua isn't. Not realizing that hey, but Tua still have a lot of room to grow. He has a lot of development. And if you watch, like you say, if you rewatch the games, you could see little moments where the mistakes, the mistakes are being made. But there's fixable mistakes. And I think a lot of time fan bases move off of that because they want to see these big plays instantly and not understand that it's a, it's a process. 
So Jalen Waddle last two games are two or four receptions, sixty one yards, a touchdown, ten receptions, seventy yards, two touchdowns. I don't. I mean, uh, you can see you can see where it's possible. <laughs> All they saying is, get your time. One or two little offensive linemen sprinkling their one good free agent signing. Do we Watson even know if Deshaun Watson's going to be able to play? First of all, no matter who you put in the back there, this offensive line is the worst in oh, the no, NFL. Oh, no, oh, no. It is the worst. You could put any man in the back there. He getting picked up, son. The two offensive lines we said at the beginning of the year, we was like, they can get them dudes hurt. One was the Dolphins with Tua, which happened. The second one was the Jets with Zach Wilson, which happened. I still pray for Zach Wilson, but like, is Shout out to the AFC East. Y'all about to build an offensive lines, bro. Shout out to the AFC East for just giving this division to the Patriots for 20 years and now to Buffalo. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. All right, fine. We can get off the Dolphins. Here we go. Your team scored 54 points. I thank you for indulging us for like 20 minutes with shitty team talk. No, I always just tell people to be a fan of the Patriots is to be somewhat of a supporter of the Dolphins. Yes. Because it's almost like your little brother, every time something go well for them, they hype. All right, dude, settle out. No, but we, we don't settle out. And that's how it is like every season. So I want the best for y'all. I want, I want the best for y'all. Tua might be the best for y'all. Just wait it out. We'll never know. Shut up, Mark Jones. We'll never we'll, Futurally. we'll never know. And you know the crazy thing about Mark Jones' situation? They have behind him what appears to be a star running back. It makes his job so much easier. What appears to be a star running back. Yes. I mean, Harris is a star, bro. What, I, are, you, what are you talking Appears to be a star? I, bro, he I, just need to get over. He, he's still a little iffy about that fumble that happened in week one. He carrying that little hardy over playing in some positions. It's a beast, bro. You know what people forget about that fumble in week one? He had a tremendous game. Mm-hmm. And every, every week since, he's been punching and, niggas in the chest. Every time they bring it up. I love to see it. Do they not understand? Like, I assume that the, these people are much smarter than I am. They are smarter than the average person just watching these games. Smarter than people that get on the internet and just give hot takes like us. Isn't it obvious that that would help your young quarterback? I thought that was obvious. Forget young. Look at Tennessee. We were in seven, eight years of purgatory with Ryan Tannehill, not knowing whether he is the guy. That lasted almost a damn decade. He goes to a position where all he has to do is give the ball to Derrick Henry, run play action every so often, and shine. And sometimes just watch Derrick Henry throw the ball. Many, just watch Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry threw more touchdowns last week than Pat Mahomes. It's crazy to think about. But no, in, in fact, now that, 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 that is the situation. That's why I say it's almost like the front office in Miami has their own plan, their own philosophy. Brian Flores is on the middle tail saying, hey, maybe we should go this way. Maybe. And then the team on the field is like, well, at least they don't really care. Just do what you got to do. Get me the ball. Let me put my numbers up. That That's the way the Dolphins look. And then the thing is, you bring in Watson, you restructure. I assume once you bring in Watson, Flores is gone. And so you're starting over again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Two years ago, after thinking it was going to be a playoff team, done. All right. All right. Fine. We can move on. The hell is wrong with the Chiefs? Is it is this just a Mahomes problem? Is it a Chiefs problem? No, nah, it seems the deeper, hell is wrong with them. It seems deeper. Like I keep telling people, Tom Brady is take swords. They got in a Super Bowl, all the hype in the world. 
He took the soul. I think people knew they couldn't win that game without an offensive line, though. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes was he had he run for like two hundred yards that game behind Brady. the line of scrimmage. Nah, Brady did it. Took his soul. Wow, like, that's what it is. I telling you, they have been the same since the Super Bowl. It's that simple. Brady, that Matt Ryan still looking himself. around Atlanta counting polls. Brady did it. You think, uh, did you, oh, did you enjoy the Manning cast where Eli was talking his shit against, against Brady? You know what, you know what the problem about this is? I enjoyed that. It ain't gonna stop telling Tom Brady, just take a week off, pull up there, and it just blows, bro. They got the fight. They you, got the fight. You know what is eat at Tom? Ain't nothing he could do about it now. Eli, Eli win them, ride out, and that's it. It's nothing they Tom got, could do. It's the only thing you could do is literally fight that man. Tom could win 10. Like, Peyton, Peyton is never get sassy. Peyton is thought. He's this bill and he keep am, it moving. He honest. Exactly. He honest. Eli, Eli is like, no boy, after nigga boy, we get, we, we get out of Eli talking his shit. Nah, but Tom Brady got to just pull up. At this See, point, it's just You know fight. why? Because Peyton take plenty cut ass at the hands of Tom. <laughs> Eli don't know what that's like. No, but. he don't know the feeling. He don't know the feeling. I feel like Tom Brady just playing with the hopes that one day Eli say, I can come back. Nope. Tom Brady just waiting on that moment. He waiting on that moment. And Tom did that little fake laugh like everything was cool, but you know, this one of the most spiteful people in the history of sports. You know how much that eating away at him? Eli said, I enjoyed everyone. He waiting for one of their little nephews to come in this league. Oh, Tom wow. to dominate somebody, but he tied he hanging it around until Archreach. Like how LeBron hanging around until Bronny gets to the NBA. Well, LeBron ain't just hanging around. He putting up numbers. Well, Brady, be MVP Brady, this year. Brady ain't really just hanging around yeah, either because also he, might be MVP this year. He will be MVP. Is you I see know. what he doing, Mike Evans, bro? I know. Jamar. Mike Evans walking up the field and just holding up his hand. But Jamar Chase. They play like they are D.W. Davis field, but it's ridiculous. I did make it look like that out there. I hate this nigga so much. Yeah, there was times I made it look like that out there. My offensive coordinators just wanted us to run all the time, but then we get to the point where I was like, fuck it. And just throw the ball? Yeah, just throw the ball. Who's your receivers? Ash. Hmm. That's it. It's just that one. It was my go-to target. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my Mike Gusecki. That's my Jalen Waddle. All of, all of that. But, um, yeah, Jamar Chase for MVP. I heard uh, Mike Ryan had that take on Levitacher. He's not really going to be MVP. What I don't understand, right? I heard all the criticism to start the year off, but I've not seen a rookie receiver play like this in quite some time. You right? did. You saw Justin Jefferson be great last I mean, year. Come on. Was he this good? Yes. He was great now, but was he... Was he... Okay, statistically speaking, no, because Jamar Chase, because of that 200-yard game, has the most yards... Look at the last three games now. No, no, no. I know he's been doing great, but I'm saying the 200-yard game has catapulted him to a spot statistically that no other receiver through seven games Look at the man's second half last week now. I don't think you understand what I'm... I'm just saying Justin Jefferson was really, really good last year. No, I get it. Jamar Chase is unprecedented through seven games. That's... Undisputable, like you can't, you can't argue that. I'm just saying that Justin Chase. I mean, Justin Chase, Justin Jefferson's pretty good. Jamar Chase, though, I. If anybody said they saw this greatness coming this quickly, they they would be they would be lying. I know I knew they were going to be good. I thought it would take time to develop, but there is no time. These dudes are playing like they still at LSU. They playing like they still at LSU. It started our second half against the Bucs two weeks I'm, ago. I'm, l- listen, I'm so happy for the Bengals. I like to see, and as a Dolphin fan, this is what you always see, right? You see teams be good, 
Then you see them fall to the basement, and then you see them be good again. Meanwhile, the Dolphins just suck or mediocre the entire time. Like, there's no ebb and flow. Now, now tell me some of the teams that suck that are good now. The Chiefs? The Chiefs are one. The Bucks are one. We just talk about the Bengals. The Bengals are one. But all of those moments... Okay. The Chiefs. Every team in the NFL, the Dolphins has seen uh, be terrible and then be great again. Other than the Patriots. Yeah. I don't think they ever seen the Patriots be terrible. They always a game, bro. I over week one yet. Motherfucker. I'm just telling you, but Mark waiting on that. Bro. What else happened in week seven? Uh, just Chase, just Mark. You know, a little sprinkle in there. Some Parker stuff happened. Nothing really major. You know what did happen last night? A lot of blowouts. You know what did happen last night? What? Russell Wilson was still on the sideline. Wait, that man got to play football. <laughs> like it becoming like it becoming very dangerous. We 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 tracking on dangerous territory right now. That man got to get on the field, y'all. Please, please fix whatever wrong with that finger. Get that man on the field. I pray for his family, all his loved ones. Get that man on the field. Seattle can't survive. But he's Sierra running routes, you know. I but want you to believe Sierra home running routes. This man goes through an entire two-minute drill up the field for 80 yards. That man legit can't go to the food store because he think he on some blitz play. Like, bro, football is his life. Let him let him get to it, please. I, I don't even know what else was happening in week seven. The Dolphin thing just kind of threw everything off of me. So thank you for listening. This was just our, this, this was our time to vent. And as for the Dolphins season. Not our time. Mark look good, bro. Future to leave. 2022 Miami Dolphins. All right, I got to do it again. Yeah, I, I always just forget to turn the soundboard. Yeah. 2022 Miami Dolphins. I imagine that's just how that draft process is going to go. Did you send a name? No, I, I forgot. I forgot. Send it again. I don't know if next draft ain't look good, bro. I might as well tell you that.